0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Emmet Audio episode 27. Um, I'm here at the house this morning for a little bit longer, which means that it's nice I have faster internet connection, and I'm about to make myself some breakfast. This morning, uh, I wanted to talk to you guys about imperfection. I think particularly... um, with a craft, it's easy to get, um, obsessed with getting something perfect. And I think it's, it's, there's a second trap, which is when you get stuck because you make multiple things and some are better than others. And this is really the, the thing that I want to talk about. This happens for me with spoons, for instance, is I will carve multiple spoons. And uh, the more I interact with them and the more I look at them, the more certain ones are clearly better than others. And the question then becomes, does the more perfect spoon invalidate the less perfect spoon. This is a problem because as a craftsperson, you need to sell everything. Um, It's not that if you carve something that's really terrible that you should sell it, but you can't just sell your very best work. You have to sell most of your work. Otherwise, it doesn't work out. Um, And so being a craftsperson is different than being an artist an artist or musician makes lots of things and a lot of them are failures and only the best things go on to be the thing that is their reputation and makes them money but as a craftsperson you're always sort of doing the best you can and making your peace with it and figuring out the market value of what you're able to perform, the level you're able to perform at in a given moment. And with that comes the need to make your peace with the fact that some of your work is going to be better than others. Now, for me, the way I, I do, a couple things that help me with this. The first is that I maintain a baseline standard. There are times when I realize that something just isn't going to meet my standards, you know, I'll, I'll be carving a spoon and there just isn't quite enough wood where I need it to be a good spoon by whatever rubric, you know, I'm, I'm currently judging that by. And as soon as I realize that I stop and I usually destroy the spoon so that I'm not tempted to continue. Um, and so that helps me maintain a, a, a baseline um standard and then as long as everything's above that baseline standard i'm good so that helps me sleep at night the other thing that helps me just ignore the differences between the spoons in the first place is to handle them as little as possible so for me in part because i carve a lot of spoons it's never about the finished spoon it's always about the process. And as long as I focus on the process and I maintain that baseline standard, then I am not focusing on how one is better than the other and feeling bad about the one that's not as good. Because what I've come to realize is that, you know, the person who only buys one spoon or a couple of spoons they don't have that basis for comparison. The only person who has that basis for comparison is me, because I'm seeing so many. Um, so a couple other things. So so I, for me, it it this is really helpful for me to ship out spoons every week, because the longer the spoons stick around, not only are there are more spoons being compared against the very best ones, right? And there's only ever going to be a couple very best ones, which means that the more spoons you have, let's say you have five spoons, well, you probably have a favorite. And now let's say you have 30 spoons, right? So you've multiplied that five by six. You might have six favorites, but chances are good you probably only have viewer than that as favorites and that means that the the ratio of favorites to not favorites increases as the number of spoons goes up right because it's we can't really pay attention to more than just a couple and so i find it really helpful to limit the number of spoons that i'm actually interacting with Um, and i do that by having a high turnover of spoons going out the door obviously this isn't possible for people who are trying to get a bunch of supplies for farmer's market or carved over the course of the year to sell at christmas that sort of thing but this has really helped me psychologically (laughs) hope y'all enjoyed that little notice coming in the last thing i want to talk about um is is that getting the spoons out the door also helps me because over time I become a better spoon carver. And so if I have six months worth of spoons sitting around, well, in that six months, I've gotten a lot better. So spoons that I was super proud of six months ago, now I look at them and I think, well, they're not nearly as good as what I'm doing now. So then how do I feel good about charging the same price for them as I've charged for the other ones? So for me, it has been crucial to figure out a, a plan of how I produce them and sell them and get them out the door that keeps that turnover time really short. And that allows me to focus on the process. And as long as I have that baseline standard and I can focus on the process um, then then I'm not beating myself up about how some are better than others and feeling like I'm not, selling my best work. At any given moment, I want to feel like I'm selling my best work. A little bit long-winded on this one. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow.